This episode of Hotep's Been Told You is brought to you by Soul Deep Socks. Soul Deep Socks offer high-quality, soft footwear for men and women. Choose from over two different styles and designs. Be quick, because they're never restocked their socks. Once they're sold, they're gone. If you want to make sure you're not behind on the latest styles, join their Soul Club memberships, where you'll get two pairs of socks delivered to your doorstep every month. Use promo code HBTY at checkout for 10% off your order. Soul Deep Socks. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I need that drop, 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 drop. Hotep Jesus, you need to admit that. Stop being racist. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you. What's going on, people? Uncle Hotep, Hotep Jesus, back at it again. Episode 59. We're almost out of the 50s. It's been a long run of Hotep's been told you. Hotep Jesus, what's going on, man? What up, homie? Hope, hope, hope. Life has been good. Life has been great. God has blessed us. Shout out to all my peoples in the chat tuning in, everybody tuning in live. Um, and, um, shout out to all my good Christians out there too. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the good Christians. And we have a special guest today, Antoine Tucker, who's currently running for Congress. I think that's New York 14 in an effort to defeat Hotep Jesus is left bay. <laughs> Anton, introduce yourself, man. Yeah, Anton, I'll tell you, we got you live on the phone, baby. Hey, brother, how's everything, man? I want to thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, it's a blessing. So we basically introduced you and said, hey, yo, you the dude that's going to, you know, I got a crush on AOC. It's starting to fade off since I had Ice Bay coming to my life, but, you know, you take you the dude that's going to be taking AOCC. Is that correct? You said, "Am I?" I'm sorry. You said, "Am I the guy on?" Yeah. Are you the guy? You're running for Congress, and you're supposed to be taking AOC AOC seat in Congress. Is that correct? I'm definitely going to be taking her seat. I'm definitely you need to confirm that. We are definitely confirming that. There's, uh, uh-huh. there's a lot of. Mm. They don't have they don't have a hole, a true hole 
and all major political parties. And that should allow me because no political party should be helping on trying to keep you on their side. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't benefit black people in particular, right? Because then there's no one in other political parties that's carrying your needs, that knows your needs, and that will actually fight for your needs. So then the people that they keep in that one party, and they all stay there, they're for sale. They're easily bought. Walk it in dollars, six days, what kind of message they get to present to the African American community. And with that, it's always two years or four years, they promise you a bunch of things. They ain't never trying to give you anything. So if people, if the so-called leaders, if they, if they were really leaders, if they, if they were the sympathetically to destroy black men, then you would say, I'm going to raise generations to become lawyers, doctors, um, judges, politicians, we'll get some senators, we'll get some congressmen, you know, we'll build our community and we'll have people who are creating laws, to create laws that will allow our community to flourish, you know? Economically, you've been stagnated. We need to get forward now. Mm-hmm. So when they're telling you don't go, it's, I said, in my opinion, when they tell you don't go and join other parties, it's just you definitely on a on a on a mental plantation, which they're definitely not allowing your votes to be heard, like really ease. So then they will fight even more for it. They you think they're supposed to be. So they got you on one side, and not your particular but you know, they have the minority vote on one side. They don't have to go do anything. All they got to do is show up, spend a bunch of lives, look cool while they're telling you, you know, the BS, and then they dip on you, and they go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's something different. You know, it's not just about the movement, Shorty. It's about telling people where we come from. Mm-hmm. We can really do this. Like, don't let these people tell you don't go to this. This is, this is a scary thing, right? And, and I'm not going to be the congressman that's just going to, you know, play on. This is going to be a real one in the building that's going to make sure when they say something, they do it. Right. They're not going to allow people to sit there yet. It's over now. They don't want one of those guys in the building. They don't, want, they don't want one of those guys in the building making decisions on behalf of their people because no one has actually put them up to it. He's doing it all on his own. So no no one can say that's my boy. You understand? Like it's yeah. no, it's real grassroots. And and and, and, and for my hard work and for people that's involved with the campaign, there's nobody who came and said, Are we gonna put um a few billion involved in it, you know, and everything else? And any one of my friends that should have done it, I told him not to do it. It's only twenty seven hundred which is the most you can do. And you're gonna actually actually ten thousand. And so far we've raised maybe the fourteen thousand. Okay. And that's just actually people for ten dollars. So, so how do people how do people donate? Where can they donate? Uh, everybody is digging the movement. The MAGA movement make AOC go away. Well, so, how do they donate so, to your that, campaign? Tucker dot vote. So anybody want to support Tony X? I call him Tony X. Um, but Anton Tucker. This is my brother. <laughs> Um, you know, Anton Tucker out in New York, you know, you can do that at Tucker.Vote. Now, you're running under the Republican ticket. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So what's that been like when you speak to the community, especially the black community, and they find that you're Republican? And then how do you deal with that? Because it's got to be difficult, right? You know, uh, you know it's not. It's not really. Okay. Me, I, 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 have a, I have a show where I, I've actually 
no, no time, rest no peace, no talk. Um, you gotta explain the black folks this, right? Yeah, and especially if you're an, an American, uh, black, black American, like if you if you were homegrown here from because your ancestors were slaves slaves or free citizens of this continent, and, and they were thrown into slavery or killed off, or, you know, whatever, whatever the, the variable may be, right? Mm-hmm. Your ancestors forced on the Republican side to free themselves and allow you to have freedom. Right. There's no way in the world so much to be invested in one political party that you don't have a major stronghold over, especially when it's the party that can answer to support land and gospel. Mm-hmm. So there's no way in the world do I allow people, especially blacks, to share with this. This is in the party that they're not supposed to be in Islam, which is the party you're supposed to have more involvement with than any other one because this is the party basically co-founded by your ancestors. Is moving the sports ball and existed beyond the point of its existence because of your ancestors. Well, you're supposed to take you're supposed to take control over it like you own. You understand? And since you can't have complete control over it, then you should be so intertwined with it that it would be hard for any decisions to be made without you having direct involvement in it. So what happens when they hit you with? Oh, but the party switched. You know, a lot of people. One person. One person left. Absolutely, absolutely. I think. Did you have a question? I wasn't sure if you um, had something on your mind. Um, first of all, I want to thank um, 
tone for uh, for running. You know, I, I think uh, we say a lot of, all the time that you know we have to be uh, involved with our local politics. You know, and he's showing that right now. Um, I just wanted to ask, how is AOC looked at in in her in in her district? You know, it, like was she well known or was this a surprise? You know, it seemed like she caught everybody off guard. You know, um, all right. Uh, hopefully you're able to mobilize people against her. Do you have like a strong coalition working against, you know, working against AOC? Did you hear that? Um, it sounds a, a little muffled. I think that he said that um, it's going to be hard in the district. Is that what he said? Nah, he, he, not, he wanted to know how do people in that district view AOC? You know, what? You said what? They hate her guts. They hate her guts. They hate her guts. They hate her guts. Let me point They people, this is how this is how funny people are, all right? A lot of people, they only know her probably because of on TV, but they don't even know what she's supposed to be doing. Do you understand? The people that they have photo ops with are people who don't even vote. This is just a this is just a a boy on these people's parts to, to make it look good. Like TV, it's all it's fake. It's all the TV to these people. This isn't about really, you know, getting things done for American people because if it was, it would be all game. Listen, at the end of the day, this is, this is what it boils down to. And I'm going I'm to make it simple and plain for all the people who live there and who would think, nah, these people still out here. some shit I'm going to take real quick, right? If you're a boss, you're not gonna like every work that you ever employed. But if they work hard and they bring you money or they make the business better, keep them on board. You don't even know Trump. The people who are treating you bad got you hating the person that they hate. You should do that in itself, you should question, right? Uh. But if that's not enough for you to question, the people that hate you, treat you bad, oppress you during the course of your your, 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 your history in this country. Got you hating the person that they hate. If that doesn't alarm you, right? Uh. Why is it that in the whole entire year that they've had control to present bills that help your so-called affected community? It hasn't been done, and it's worse. Why is it that they gave so much uh, outrage and news coverage to these massacres that happened over the weekend in uh, Texas and in Ohio, but not? Or Chicago as well. Why wasn't Chicago included when 47 people were shot? How many nine people were murdered and they had to close the emergency room down? See, the, the thing is this during the course of time, the gun control issue has been removing guns from black people, just like they did the Panthers, just like they did us during slavery time, just like when they, they started the KKK. These people trying to take away your freedoms from you and you having the right to have arms are people who are doing something called the end game. If they are confident enough to go for your guns now, that means that they believe they defeated the population so much that you are not even going to fight back when they tell you to do something anyway. Uh-huh. All they need to do now is to remove your gun. You are, you are not really woke if you don't understand what's happened to your people because your people have less of anything than anyone else in this country. And your people have fought and given so much for this country and for the opportunities this country has. 
What this what district do you in? District 14. District 14. This is District 14, people. Anton Tucker. We brought to you live during our hotels been told you. Make sure you support him at Tucker.vote. Yo, my brother, I appreciate you for coming through, man. It's a lot of great material here. And when the people go back and they listen to this to the second and third times and see a lot of gems, they gotta do a lot of research on. I appreciate you. I say one thing before I go, one major thing I want people to look at for website is Yeah. The fact that if you are non-violent felon, you've been home for seven years, and you have not been convicted of any new felonies, I'm trying to remove your felony to New York, your record, giving you a whole new start. you got to go check the platform, the points that I have on there for education, for job renovation. Go ahead, go to the website, 
go check it out. We got real solutions to help the community, and we want to make this shit happen. So either going to be with me, or I'm going to make you lay down like everybody else. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bless. Bless, Jake. Thank you. Thank you, um, Mr. Tucker. As you, as you say, go to um, Tucker. Um, go to Tucker dot vote. Yeah, um, you can uh, you can donate. You can message. Uh, he's going against AOC. He's out here fighting the good fight. Uh, sorry about the audio. Hopefully, we can clean it up a little bit in the uh, in the audio version. But what's going on, man? Life is good. Tony's funny, man. Tony is funny. Yo. <laughs> I don't know, yo, what it is, but when cats go to jail, they come out hotep, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, he out here doing well for himself. I wish him the best in District 14 out there in New York City against AOC. It'd be dope to have him in there. Yeah, yeah, that's how Malcolm came, got woke, man. He came out of that, that penitentiary, man. Woke. Um... I, I guess, guess we gotta start, start at you know um, the unfortunate events um, in El Paso, Dayton. I think I'm, I feel like I'm missing one. The Gil Gilyard, Gilyard, the Garlic Festival. The Garlic Festival. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you no, know, it's unfortunate people lose their lives. You know. Um, this was uh, well. Some the woke. <laughs> well, let me let me just put this uh, disclaimer out there. The woke people are saying this is a distraction from the Epstein uh, case. I, I don't know anything about that, but that sounds reasonable to me. But let's get <laughs> let's get back to the issue. Um, That's the Alex Jones take. <laughs> no, I mean I see normies were having this take, man. I was yeah. Out the bag now. Everybody's like, see, I think that's why they they canned Alex Jones because. Even though he might not be right about everything, he leads them down a path to where like they're not just accepting everything that happens. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he opening the eyes so they can see. Yeah, but um, but yeah, rest in peace to everybody that died. Um, I'm not gonna get into what what happened or conspiracy. All I know the reaction is Trump talking about man, he's making red red flag laws. What's a red flag law? Like, uh, from what the news are saying, like if your family or like if your brother says, oh man, he got a whole bunch of, my brother got a whole bunch of guns and he's been acting suicidal lately, talking crazy. Let me call up the police and they'll come and take they take your brother's guns. <laughs> now, can, man, can, you, can we imagine what can go wrong here? Yo, all you need is your baby moms to be like, that nigga got guns in the house. <laughs> Yo, your whole collection gone, say. I don't like that love. That's crazy, man. Like, <laughs> my thing is when y'all had red flags, y'all didn't do anything anyway. So what me? Oh, no, we're gonna take the guns down. No, people. This is what they're gonna do. They're gonna use this law to hey, we got some political dissidents. <laughs> <laughs> take them, take them hammers, man. Like, if that's what they're gonna do, it's but not the, about keeping the people safe, man. The other thing is they're stepping in between family business. You know how they love to creep into the family. Socialists and communists love to creep into the family and say, 
and, and create a divide, right? So, so when Aunt Pam calls the boys on Uncle Charles, now the family beefing. Why you call the boys? Uh, you know what I mean? It, and it, it's just like promoting uh, snitching. It's just it's it's real slick how they move. It's real slick. But my thing is, it, it this seems to have some popularity behind it. I I don't know what happened. Maybe America's psyche got shook by these shootings. They were like, you know, they were like, oh my, this is going far enough. I I mean, I don't feel that way, but that's what it seemed like. You know, all the Republicans are coming for. Oh, we got to do something. You know, Trump is coming. Like, oh, we got to do something. I'm like, oh man, this is the shim sham. Yeah, that's what feels like the shim sham to me, man. Yeah, I I've said it before. I've tweeted it out. Communism has control of the left and the right. Communism doesn't work without having control of the left and the right. It just doesn't work. Right. You know, and I said it before and I say it again. Trump is just a character. He's just somebody to love or hate, right? But either way, the communists, the Bolsheviks are going to have their way. They are because we stupid. We the people be stupid. That's the problem. I'm telling you. Somebody came to me the other day. They said, Yo, Hotep Jesus, why you ain't in the gun debate? I said, Because the Second Amendment ain't up for debate. The problem is, y'all keep allowing gun control to be a debate. And another quote I made, I said, What you debate, they legislate. Stop letting them bring that into conversation. Or when they start talking that, oh, people don't need to have semi-automatic weapons. The only response to that is, I need an automatic weapon. <laughs> you see you see how the conversation then becomes balanced? The, the Us, the people, seem to always be on the defense because we're stupid, because we, we, we allow these, these neocon characters to mislead us. And pull us into these conversations. Yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens. Um, but I definitely feel like some gun control measure is going to be get passed because I think they got um, the public morale on their side. Uh, let me read a few super chats. Um, there's a couple that went over the thing. Just blaze. Red flag laws is the first step to minority report. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ken K, it's not a new law on the federal level. It's the feds providing grants to states if the states choose to pass a red flag law. You know, I was thinking, you know, this is this might lead to the eventual balkanization of the United States. You know how what what um what is it? Hunger Games? All those state there was everything that broke up in the sections. Like, yeah. what if you have a, the gun free zone in America? <laughs> like over in the north, it probably I don't know where that would be because it can't be down south. It had to be out the west. California gun free zone. Gun free zone in the Midwest? No, in the West, California. Oh, okay. I feel like they can get a gun free zone in California, but they're, they're not getting that in the South or in, like Pennsylvania. Hell no. Arizona, they're not getting that. No. It's white folks ready to die behind the Second Amendment in Arizona. <laughs> I'm telling you, my, I was with some people on the um 
some good white folks that was traveling. <laughs> some good older white folks. And we was on the train and we was talking. I said, where are you from? He said, Arizona. They started telling stories about Arizona. They said one of their buddies was out in the desert walking around, you know, camping and hiking like people like to do. And uh, he said he heard somebody say, freeze, don't move. So he put his hand, he said, put your hands up, put his hands up. You know, out in Arizona, everybody's strapped. So they told him, remove your weapon. So he removed his weapon. He said when he turned around, he's talking to one dude. A few seconds later, he saw about 20, 30 dudes popping up out of bushes. He ain't never seen that. He walked past. Really? They out there training, dog. Yeah. They train. They waiting for somebody to touch that Second Amendment. They wait. I'm telling you, they're going to clap and tell you, yo, y'all keep playing around. So <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be out in Arizona with them. <laughs> um, Sewell Santana, thanks for the $14.99 donation. Thank you. 10. Appreciate that. 10. Um, Michael LaRusso, ultimately this uh, Supreme Court will decide on gun control. Reaction PR, shout out reaction. Liberals fear black people legally owning guns. Uh, shout out to Maj. Black guns matter. Yeah. Um, Maj just dropped a new gun. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the solutionary AR 15. How much? What's the sticker price, man? I, I feel like Maj was trying to run it up on people. <laughs> hey, look. You know, it's, it, there's a markup on there now. There's <laughs> a little bit of a markup on there. I ain't going to lie, you know. But, hey, brother got to get his coins. Man, got to get his shekels. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I was looking at my bank account like I think I come up with some money for it. <laughs> yeah. You walk, yeah. You go to the um range of one of those. You look like you just came out of video game. I know you like, whoa, what you got there, bro? <laughs> What's That's, that? That is crazy, man. The, the white man got 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 my son. The, son of God. <laughs> <laughs> he a hustler, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is some stone cold hustling. Shout out to Maj. We still need you on the pod, man. Yeah, we're gonna get Maj on here. Absolutely. All right. On to Baltimore. Hopefully we can get, get our guns long enough so we can get our Maj the Maj gun. Yeah. But on to Baltimore, man. They had a cleanup, man. Presley and Olivia went down to Baltimore. Man, they cleaned it. Man, it looked like the land of the lost when they got down there. They, when it was done. Clean streets. You look like you have a picnic off them streets. They were so clean. Yeah. And people were hating, man. Yes, they were. (sighs) And I knew they would. I knew they would. How? I don't know. I was saying to myself, I was like, yeah, how they going to hate on this? Because I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Ebrokes had something to say. Say, oh, they only did one block. I'm like, yo, you were so mad. White folks went and cleaned up some mess. Ebro's such a fucking nut. First of all, he's fucking banned. Ebro, you're fucking banned from the Hotep's been called your podcast for that bullshit. First of all, I picked the whole thing. How is he going to try to troll you to get some impressions? That was some nut ass shit. I'm like, 
Oh, he's, he's, is it the game reverse now? Now Ebro's out trolling Hotep Jesus so he can get some uh, pressures from his followers? He know where the power at. I know that was some. It, it, he's the same man. He won't bring you up there, right? Right. But Bagel Bob. Bagel Bob was up there. Yeah. He brought Bagel Bob up there. Ebro, use a fuck nigga. Use fucking band. <laughs> For fucking life until you make atonement, man. You just on been on some fuck shit, man. And as somebody's got to tell you about yourself, man, you've been on that bullshit for a fucking long time. Hotep's been told you it's gonna fucking ban you. You're banned, just like fucking <laughs> trick trick. No fly zone, no podcast zone over here, Ebro. <laughs> oh, oh man, Ebro from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I couldn't believe that that day when he told me like, oh, we don't need you on our show. You'll never be on our show. He said something like that. I'm like, damn, yo, why are you in my mentions then talking to me every week? That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you're not, <laughs> like, why are you conversating? You obviously conversate because you know you can get some traffic off of him. Yeah. But why not bring him to your station? He won't troll me, but he won't have that, he won't have that mano we mano. No. But he'll troll me all day. That's so good. That's some punk shit. Banned. <laughs> He's scared though. You know, the other day he said something about, oh, you know, white people went and did this, that, and the third. I said, you are a white man. <laughs> I feel I see that shit. <laughs> like, who are you fooling, dog? You're white. You know, Rosenberg get away with so much bullshit, man. So much. So much, and this is who our people got to listen to two white men in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> two white liberals in New York City telling us about our culture. Oh, oh, did you uh, did you see Rosenberg's top 50 list? Everybody I've making top 50 trash. list. I've seen that trash. If you got Drake anywhere in your top 50 list, I know it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Drake not on my top 100. <laughs> All them lists was trash. All those trash this week was all them like Tyson had a good list, I thought, man. You see Who? Tyson's list? Who? Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson had a list? Yeah. I ain't see his list. I'm only saying that because he had Nas first. <laughs> oh, where? See, Yo, he had Hove like fifth, I swear. God. Where? Oh, uh, I see. I like that. I like that. I like that move. I got to look at his list now. <laughs> I got to look at his list. Yeah. Um, Thanks for everybody coming through. 148 in the, in the room. Please hit that share button. Hotep's been told you every Thursday at eight. Um. So thanks everybody for the, going down to Baltimore cleanup. You know, and uh, yeah. doing their thing. And I think didn't they uh, didn't they organize? There going to be other cleanings in different cities or something. You like know, that? you know, Scott Press about to be on that. Yeah. Shout out to Scott Presley. He put that together. But remember what I said last episode? I said, yo, you got all these cats going down there for press covers. Da, da. Why are you down there like pick up a shovel? You know what I mean? All these influencers making videos, getting hot off Baltimore. That's what they call culture vulture. When you come into something, you eat off of it. Your brand grows, become of it. But you leave nothing behind, no seed or anything. You didn't bring anything. You know, it's like, oh, I raised awareness. No. Pick up a shovel, clean up. And that's what these, these people did. Um, that was on my mind for 48 hours straight. I was like, wow, you got Trump supporters 
clean up a black neighborhood. And then they had the black women that came out there. She's like, I love you, Trump. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> she about to get doxxed by the root tonight. <laughs> Special F you to the root. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bastards, man. Um, yeah, but that's what we need. And shout out to them for actually doing putting their foot forward and uh, trying to make a change. You know, it's not all about bitching and, and takes. You know, if you got some time, go out and make a change in the world. Yeah, and you know, Ebro said they only did one block, right? In that one day. And you know what that said to me? The fact that 150 people could only do one block yeah. speaks volumes about how dirty that block was. Yeah. Because if you come out by me with 150 people, you can clean the whole town. It ain't that much dirt nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. walking around looking at scenery like, oh, this is a nice neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? You couldn't clean one city block with 150 people. You know what I mean? When we do community service, I did community service once upon a time for the for the law, you know. And I think maybe it was about 20, 30 or 30th on a bus, 30th, 30 of us on a bus. You know, we cleaned the highway, you know. I don't think we'd have been able to clean one backyard in baltimore that they cleaned up i mean and these people did prideful work i saw a tree coming out it had to be at least two to three inches thick a tree growing out from the concrete and somebody cut it with a saw i said your white folks came prepared ain't playing no games <laughs> white folks ain't playing no games we're gonna clean this block when i say we're gonna clean you're gonna eat up off of it they took the i mean we they were weeding out there bruh I wouldn't even thought like that. Me, I'd be like, you get the garbage out of here, these weeds. I don't know, I ain't touching the weeds. They came out with the weed whacking like, Ding! I'm telling you, white folks got the resources. We have to use them. We have to use them. They got the resources. Thank you, white people. Thank you, MAGA people. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Olivia, for um, she's in the movement as well, for getting out there and doing that. Thank you to all the black folks in the neighborhood who chipped in too, because it was good black folks in that neighborhood that came around and they helped them white folks and there was no problems, no altercations. And F you to the people that were calling for violence. Some people were tweeting out, oh, look at these white folks down there, y'all should roll up on them. No, why don't you roll up on them? Why are you trying to tweet and send violence towards, oh no, you roll up on them. Then you would have been mad if one of the MAGA people would have popped you because you know they hold it. <laughs> and, not that, and not only that, you'd have been mad if you went down there and messed with one of them. The police showed up and then they popped your ass. <laughs> about Black Lives Matter. Stop that. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Yo, they jammed your boy up, man. Who? Oh. <laughs> your boy Tariq Nasheed. Oh, like this is the thing. And this is the thing I hate about like some traveling stuff. You know, this is he, you know, you uh Tariq was his hidden colors five came out. You know, I think yeah. he's he's going around the world promoting that's probably one of the, the better things Tariq Nasheed has done. And he went try to go to UK. UK said, We don't want your black ass over coming across the pond. <laughs> don't you dare get on that flight? <laughs> Tariq Nasheed is banned from the UK. <laughs> I'd have banned his ass too. <laughs> he need to be quarantined to the USA. I'd love to extradite him. We should send him to like 
I wouldn't say Cuba. I don't want to do that to them. They've been through enough hell. Come on, man. No, it's like allowing Sean King to travel. <laughs> it's like allowing the Ray to travel. The last thing you want coming into your country is a person with the power to cause unrest. Right. And that's what he specializes in, unrest. If we go to his timeline right now, I bet you he complained about something. He complained about something, I guarantee you. Now, the Hidden Colors movie, I'm tired of it. <laughs> you know, I think I do think he's rented to death, man. It's run his circle. I don't think you should go any higher, bro. He needs to come up with something. The colors ain't hidden no more. <laughs> we woke now. <laughs> There's nothing else you could tell us, yo. You had to be for Umar Johnson. Right, there's no Umar on on, on on this on this number five. I don't want to see if they ain't got no Umar on there. Who on here? Who on number five? Do you know anybody that's on number five? No, can't. They ain't no information on there that I, I can't already access. Hidden Colors Five is another money grab from the black community by Tariq Nasheed. And he's going around doing a goddamn tour. You should have put that shit on fucking YouTube for free, you bitch. That's what you should have did. You, you, you charge it yeah. for the information. You bitch. That's some bitch shit. You're going to charge niggas. You're going to say, oh, our our history is hidden. But now you got to pay for it. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> man. Come the fuck on, yo. You know what? They say the redacted's making movies for him. That's, <laughs> that's what they said in one of those hidden colors. They said the redacted's was filming it. Was with the, like the film people and shit like that. Bro, when we looked at the behind the scenes for hidden colors, when we looked at the crew, <laughs> the shit looked like a Trump convention. <laughs> All the Caucasians I see. <laughs> hidden colors. That's what the color you was high. You was that's high hidden color, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was hiding. <laughs> the hidden colors. Ain't hiring not near one black director or nothing. The fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm done with him. <laughs> so shout out to the UK for banning Tariq Nasheed. They didn't want his fuckery over there, man. It's <laughs> like, man, get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> Great move. Great move. Great move. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> CNN, they're going to have a new show, man. All black panel, man. Hold on, let me look up. Who's going to be in this? Ah, uh, boy. I know the Florida, the, the, the guy that tried to win Florida governor, he didn't yeah. win. Gillum. Gillum, that's his name. Gillum going to be on there. You know it's so bad. Like every time I see these people's faces, I, I like I don't watch it because like I don't consider them black. But that's a whole nother story. Um, on, it's, it's April Ryan, Andrew Gillum, Angela, Angela Rye, Rye, and Bakari Sellers. Sellers. Yeah, that's, that's the, the woke, woke fool horse. Yo, wait till they do the Hotep special. They're going to do a Hotep hate special. You know what's coming. They're going to blast us, lambast us, vitriolic 
rhetoric. It's coming. It's coming. I see it. Black men are going to be uh, public enemy number two behind the white man, the straight white man. You know what? One thing I know, them white folks and, and them TV execs, they love Angela Rye, man. They fucking love her to death. Angela Rye, I'm pretty sure she got me blocked. I want to say, <laughs> oh, this crazy bitch. Oh yeah, y'all wait. Isn't she the one that like falsely accused a black dude of rape? Um, I don't think that was her. No, that's her. <laughs> that's her. Hold on, man. Was I thought she was she was dating Common at one time or some crazy shit. Yeah, I I think I heard something like that. Yo, she said something. They had to put a light bright in in the in the panel, man. We know that. We know that. You know they're gonna have to put a light skinned girl up in there. You know what I mean? They don't let nothing nothing too dark get up in there. <laughs> yes, man. If the dark better be in there, you they they better be queer. That's that's how they do that. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> dark queer and obese. That's how you do it. Was dark queer and obese. Anyway, what if you had a panel for a TV show? Who would you put on? If I had a panel for a TV show, who would I pick? You, you same thing. Four. You got to pick four black people. Black people. Um, me, you, Doe. And Jordan. <laughs> I, I mean, that's cheating, right? Like, you can't pick the squad. Um, ew. It's not Dr. Claw Anderson, Dr. Kabakami, Shaka Akmos, and Sarah Suvasetti. Okay. That's my squad. I'm going straight hotel. <laughs> No, I would have to go. I would have to mix it all the way up. I want I want Ben Carson. Uh-huh. I want um Jesse Peterson. Jesse Lee Peterson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe put Angela Ryan on there. <laughs> and um, April Ryan and watch them fight each other. <laughs> now that's some good TV. That's some good TV. JOP and the mix alone gonna make that whole thing chaotic. They, I, I can see them just walking on stage. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. Jesse was asking why you acting like sluts. <laughs> why are you acting like sluts? <laughs> Do you think it's okay to be a slut? <laughs> Shout out to Jesse Peterson. Yo, but why they? How come every time they give us these black, forget that. Why are they giving us this black show? I think it's because we're getting four more years of Trump, and they're trying to juice cash in. Uh, oppression, <laughs> oppression Olympics. Yeah, man, CNN trying to cash in. These people will have a job for five more years, <laughs> and then after that, what's going to happen? They're going to get cut. <laughs> it's like you remember they dropped. See, they had to they had to wait and to see how to flip it, you know, because all them cats from the Obama era, you know, all oh, they let them go. They're like, nah, we can't use y'all no more. 
But see, now they got the right ones. They figure out the right ones to get to talk that white man stuff. And now they got them. And they're going to put them on CNN. And, and everybody's going to tune in every week. All the woke black people. The blackity blacks. That's like, um, that's going to be a really strong uh, propagandist show. Um, they, they're going to be uh, hitting us with so many false messages, fake news. Oh, my God. Um, that's it, 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 I mean, it's also just another testament to show that uh, they want to use black people. They're, they want to use black people as political fodder. Um, you know, and that's why you see them trying to make, you know, Little Mermaid black and all these other things black. You know what I'm saying? This representation. Because they realize when we come out and we spend, we spend a lot of money, we're, we're consumers. And um, so, you know, all right, so with the news, when it comes to advertising, um, the biggest advertising dollars are during the news and during sports. Sports is number one, especially the NFL, right? And number two is the news. Like the news keeps TV going. That's when people advertise their shows. So what we look at during the show is what we have to pay attention to is what are the products that they're going to be selling people? What are the advertisers? And that's really what they're trying to do is commodify the black attention. Indeed, indeed. Yo, <laughs> Rich Paul. Uh-oh. White man tries to sit <laughs> One thing, I just want a couple reactions I, I noticed. Everybody was like, oh, the Rich Paul rule, Rich Paul rule. One, my first reaction is, did y'all actually think the white folks was gonna let Negroes come in and, and take all the money without them making a, a power play? That was my first like. Wait, what happened with the rich Paul? NCAA made a rule that anybody that wants to be an agent, like Rich Paul did, you know, because oh, yeah. you know LeBron it, it just made his boy be the agent, and they just getting all the money now. So NCAA said, "Hey, if you guys want to like test the waters, you have to have an agent that has." Like stipulations, college degree, you gotta take an accreditation, right? <laughs> like you want to leave college, but you gotta get somebody from college to tell you you can okay to leave college. All that nut ass shit. So, <laughs> Communism. so they, everybody's calling it the Rich Paul rule because you know he's he doesn't he didn't come from formal agent training. All he was was a boy from LeBron's book. But see, the NCAA, this is what I was trying to tell you. It's not really about Rich Paul. It's the next Rich Paul. Yep. Because the next LeBron is coming. So yep. the next LeBron is, they didn't want to say how LeBron, they were like, oh, I can get my boys a job too? Oh, yep. that's that. That's all it is. You yeah. know, it's not about, like, I get it. You know, Rich Paul, yeah, Rich Paul, Rich Paul. But you got to see the power play. You know what I mean? Rich Paul is going to get around them. Because they can probably hire somebody now with the degree now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Represent them. Yeah. But it's I expected them the NCAA to do that, you know. Um, but it's it's messed up, man. Communism is racist, socialism is racist, <laughs> liberals are racist. <laughs> like, how do people not make the correlation between the two? These are the same organizations that's gonna have a rainbow flag in a commercial, or you know what I mean, say they stand with cap or some dumb shit like that, right? And at the same time, rig, rig the whole game against you and create all these stipulations because they don't want to see a black man get money. 
This is what we're talking about. When we talk about systemic racism, this is what we're talking about. Conservatives don't have that power. The white liberal has that power to just cut you off from the money. This is crazy. This is insane. And you're right. You're dead right. It's not about Rich Paul. It's about Rich Paul being an example and hipping people to the game. And now they're like, well, now we got to change the rules to the game because everybody's going to come in and eat. And then, you know, none of our white liberals are going to be able to eat off these athletes. <laughs> Right, we're not gonna be able to control them, and you know that the agent is how they start putting stuff in your mind too. Right, you know what I mean? This is how they getting you involved in agendas. So when they don't have the agent there, or AKA the spy from the agency, they can't even control you politically. You see what I'm saying? So that's just another thing that they're concerned about. Not only the money, but control. When they can put that call in and be like. What's your athlete thinking? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? He hanging out with LeBron? What they doing over there? <laughs> right? He's spying. You don't think he's spying? spying. How do I know? How do I know this? I'm going to tell you how I know. My homeboy's in a sports agency. He's got sports agent friends. I hear a lot of mess. I hear a lot of talk about what goes on out there. A lot of y'all business is in the street because of these agents, bro. <laughs> agents, I'm telling you, and the agents work for agencies, so it's not like they're not sharing information. But yeah, man, this is this is just blatant racism, bro. This is communism. And I hate it. I yeah, hate it. Any organization that needs to go in America is the NCAA. NCAA. <laughs> yeah. Yo, imagine the audacity! Like, how dare these Negroes try to make money off their own craft, their own abilities? <laughs> You feel me? I'm gonna take this jersey. I'm gonna put your name on it. I'm gonna put you in the commercial. Then I'm, I'm gonna sell it. Then I'm gonna tell you you can't get paid off of it. That's slavery. That's <laughs> some of that shit, man. It's modern slavery. They got they took slavery and they made it so much more advanced. It's just um, it's just it's it's remarkable. Galaxy Nexus says, "What's Cardi's B opinion on this?" <laughs> That's <laughs> party Cardi B, man. Um, your girl Laura Loomer, you know, after we we just talked to Antoine, he's running for Congress. Laura running for Congress. Where's she running? Is she in California? Florida. Florida. Oh, she might got a shot. Oh, yeah, she got in Florida. You know, they her team probably calculated that down to the down to the last nigga. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Aha, right here. <laughs> they looked in the map like, oh, we got him right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she coming, dog. She coming. Yo, that could be like the, the comeback story of the year. You know, she goes from getting banned on Twitter, chaining herself outside Twitter headquarters, talking about, I want my account back, Jack. Jack looking out his window like, Get this crazy ass white woman. <laughs> <laughs> but now she's running for Congress. No, what if she gets elected? Oh my God. That's gonna be beautiful. Her her versus the squad. <laughs> That's yo, I think Laura would throw down with you like if Laura imagine Laura and AOC in an argument in, 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 in Capitol Hill. Yeah. 
would would fists be thrown? Would heels be flying? I hope so. I think Presley. If she pressed Presley, the the draw for Boston, yeah. she might get sure. might have a fight, man. We got <laughs> Laura better get her bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> Presley carry a little, little, little weight. She a little thick, you know. <laughs> you, know <laughs> you ain't right. <laughs> you know, here's my thing about Congress and fighting. The fact that a fight hasn't broken out worries me. It means they don't care. Right. You know, one time I, somebody sent me a video and it was um, Africans and they was throwing chairs in their Congress or their political chambers or whatever they're called in that particular country. They said, look at how your people act. And my response was, I wish I had a Congress that was that passionate about the law, that they'll throw hands. It's time to fight. It's time to sh- everybody shut up. Y'all throwing shots. Nah, let's see who got the hands. That can rep- That's who can represent my country. That's going to weed out the soy real fast. <laughs> yeah, man. Americans forgot where they came from. They used to have duels, man. They used to yeah. go out of the house alone and like, get, the, get the hammer out, bro. What? Oh, really? Go last go outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now they want to act like I heard, this, I heard the same thing. I had an Indian guy I was friends with. He told me, "Oh, and our stuff, they pull that stuff. They're getting, they're getting thrown out, man. It's, it's fisticuffs. It's yeah. real, you know. Yeah. What I mean? These people don't care. You, the, the people that are fighting in you, that's when you know they're fighting for their constituents. Yes. And do you think Nancy Pelosi's fighting for you? No, she's fighting for her twenty-five million dollar estate. Facts. They're not fighting for you. They're fighting to get rich. Yeah." Yeah, yeah. It's 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 time for uh, a change in how these people are elected. I'm still working on it. I've been talking about it the past few episodes on how these people get elected and what their terms should look like. You know, I've already said after Congress, you should be forced to move to a monastery. Um, <laughs> they might like that though. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, my bad. <laughs> that was not publicist approved. Um, <laughs> Yo, you see that Marshawn Lynch video? Yeah, I saw it. Was well, he being misogynist? Uh, wait, what? What? What part of that was misogynist? <laughs> He's like, is there? Are you? Is there a man? <laughs> you have a man with you? <laughs> oh. I speak to the man. <laughs> Yo, I mean, no. He got, that's a that's exactly how you're supposed to deal with children, you know? Me as a soccer coach, you know, if I speak to the kid and the kid is wilding out and the parent has a problem, I'm definitely going to be like, "Can I speak to your husband?" I really don't want to have this yelling match with a woman. That should never happen. Women argue with women. And argue with men. You know what I mean? That's what I feel like he was trying to be respectful because what happens is you get into, you say something, right? You say something that she don't like. Now she running back to her man and misconstruing your words or, you know what I mean? And now it's beef. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, let's, let's, let's mitigate the risk of beef. Let me just talk to your man right now so we can just, I could tell him why I told your son he a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? 
because all right, well, let's 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 frame the stories so people understand it. Marshawn Lynch was, uh, I think, at his camp or something like that, or some sort of football practice, and um, kids were switching between drills, and he told him go back to the drill, and uh, he was speaking to him, you know, quite harshly, yeah. you know. Um, matter of fact, I think I want to pull up the exact quotes just so I could defend him because I I didn't see anything wrong. Um, what, what, what he said. Okay, let me see. Um, some woman crying. And that's another thing. You over here, the moms, you ain't got no business telling telling the dudes how we run things on the field. Like the mom's always going to be like, oh my God, why are you talking to the kids like that? They always protective. Women love to like, you know, console little boys right you know what i mean just like and and pussifying that's what they do they make they make soft children that's why you can never let a woman raise a boy never ever let a woman raise a boy i can't find a quote but he was he was cussing at the kids put it like that he was cussing at the kids right but like, and he then, like calling them i mean he was just you know it was coach everybody that's played football you know, you had those hard ass coaches, or whatever. But it, I mean, it's Marshawn Lynch, first and foremost, man. This guy is a Super Bowl champion, you know, Hall of Fame running, future Hall of Fame running back, you know. Right. Um, and this is some, you know, it's not every day you, you're, you're getting trained by him. Right. Well, I think their parents should, like realize, like, hey, man, this guy has reached the pinnacle of this sport. Maybe we should, like, listen to what he has to say because he knows what it takes. Right. And you got these, you know, these football moms. <laughs> you know, some are successful. I've seen, you know, a couple of, you know, sisters, they got, you know, they train their, their, their sons up, you know, and they're all involved. And, you know, some of their sons make, you know what I'm saying? But it's... it's I mean, you know what I mean? Some, if you're going to be involved in that, you have to realize what kind of sport it is. And be like, some of this stuff, you can't bring your woman this into the football arena. Right. You got to let that go. That's where right. they learn to be men at. Right. The thing is, the culture of football has always been coarse in the way they speak to the players. Yeah. Man, you look at, who was that? Um, who was the angry coach in NCAA basketball? I think one time he hit one of the kids. Uh, Bobby Knight. <laughs> Bobby Knight. <laughs> you know, like these sport coaches, that sometimes that's the style. So if you have a guy like Marshawn Lynch who's taking time out of his life to come train your son up, a pro, like you said, future Hall of Famer, it's not the fact that he wants to be harsh on these kids. He has to prepare them for when they might run into a coach that says a lot worse than what he says. Right. It's, this is this camp is about preparing you. It's not only preparing the body. It's also preparing the mind. 90 percent of sports is in the mind. It's all in your head. And if you can't prepare a kid's mind to deal with constructive and harsh criticism and feedback. What do you want? What are you raising? Soy boy, when you go to the army. How do you think they talk to you when you get in the army? They might call you a nigga. Actually, they do call you a nigga. 
My homeboys, I know I got homeboys that came out of basic. They tell you, they tell you straight up, yeah, they call you a nigga. It happens. You you you, you gonna fight back? You gonna fight the dude back? No, you can't. This is the army. They in control, they run it. But they doing that to mess with your head. To see if you're mentally tough. And that's the problem with people, they don't understand this stuff, especially the the the, the, the sport sports moms. Shut the fuck up, sit on the bench, scroll your YouTube, scroll your, your Instagram and your Facebook and mind your business. Pick your son up when um when when camp over, go home and fix him a good meal and run him a hot bag. That's it. Yeah, man. Um the the, the Democrat um Yang has made this the fall debates. Looks like Tulsi's not gonna make it. <sighs> Even after killing Kamala, man, <laughs> they they got her. They go, oh, okay, Tulsi, we gonna fix your ass. <laughs> we don't got no more. We got we got Kamala over here. We gotta save her skin. You know what I mean? So, uh, but it's Biden's still in the lead. You know, Trump's still still in the mix, man. Biden's still in the lead, and he still ain't clocked the Obama card yet. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's crazy. You know he feeling good when he he not he hasn't pulled out the Obama car yet. I guess yeah, he waiting for like, a hold, huh? Yes, his ace in a hold. Yeah, I see he got to hold on to that, right? He got to wait till it's him and Trump. Yeah, I think that's what he's waiting for because then he's going to be like, well, you know, Obama was the elegance, and we have the quote unquote buffoon in, in Trump. That's how he's going to play it. What y'all want? Y'all want class or you want Trump? That's the only way to win. Yeah, yeah, class versus Trump. I don't want class. <laughs> I don't want class. Give me the money. Give me, show me the money, man. Yo, can I, tell you, I said this before, man. I swear to God, man. Listen, I know cats that was in and out of jail whole life doing bids. Trump come around. These niggas got jobs. <laughs> These niggas got, they, they flashing money. I swear to God, I bullshit. I, I swear. Mm. Trump got people working. Trump got niggas that never had a job working. I swear to God. Uh, that Trump economy. Because, you know what I mean? I see, like, if you drive around Pennsylvania, man, all I see on these, you know, the, um, you know, the construction, the, 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 all those, those sites, they got help wanted ads right in their lawn. They help wanted, help wanted, $20 an hour, 15, 20. I'm like, damn. They can't, why, they can't find enough people to work. That's crazy. That's crazy. So they I mean, money, you know, when or black folks get when enough money gets high enough, they're like, oh shit, I'm gonna get off the couch. <laughs> how much he said? How much how? <laughs> Give me an application. Bring home an application. <laughs> Yo, you right, because my homie who ain't held a job since I met him. Man, he been at this job for a minute now. I seen him snapping. I'm like, you still got this job? I told you, man. <laughs> now that you said it, there, you right. Cats are doing. I ain't no Obama. He can't get his welfare <laughs> benefits no more. <laughs> Obama had niggas fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing all right. Yeah, but when you say like, are we choosing between class and you know Trump? The first president of the United States was George Washington, right? That's what the that's what the communists tell us, right? Yeah. George Washington had wooden teeth. <laughs> George Washington will punch you in the mouth for saying the wrong thing to him. Mm -hmm. 
George Washington used to bootleg liquor. So when you ask me, do I want class of Trump? Man, I want Trump. <laughs> Say, I want, I want what the forefathers would want. <laughs> forefathers would say, who's this polished ass nigga y'all got on my? <laughs> you don't get this Yankee off my. <laughs> do we got any rope? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Take that back. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's that's the forefathers would have drug you out the building off the back of a horse. They would have. They'd be like, what is this? Federal Reserve shit? <laughs> Where are the bankers? Round them up. <laughs> Yo, man. Chill, man. God damn. I'm just telling history how it used to be. That's how it was. That's how it was. That's how it was. <laughs> telling you, I, you know, I love white history. I've been, you know, doing my white history, and the forefathers, <laughs> they was gangster. I'm just sorry. It's like it's like reading, um, it's like reading about the mob, man. Reading about American history is like reading about the mob, man. It makes me gangster. You know, it's almost been, in my opinion, like it's always been the mob. Like always, like everybody in the political class. You know, they was just gangsters, you know what I'm saying? And once um, the press rolled around, if you got money to, to to buy the press, you can change your image, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> I mean, back then you had to be gangster. Right. You, know? you had to be gangster to try and do some of the things people tried to do. You know? It was different back then, dog. I don't know, man. You got anything else, man? What, what else went on, man? Um, that's it, man. That's all I got, man. You got no shout outs, man. Well, shout out to Nerd. Shout out to Church for the Wild podcast. One of the other podcasts I, I really listen to. You know, shout out to Doe. Shout out to Jordan. Shout, shout out to Nick. Um, Chad and Jose. Yeah. Hotep's been told you, crew, family. Chad does the video chops. Um, Jose does the uh, show notes. Shout out to the team, man. We're growing. We're growing. We're getting better. What is this? Episode 59? Yeah. Episode 59, man. We're still growing. We're still getting better. You know? 164 in the chat. Shout out to everybody that um that donate, man. Everybody that donates. You know, the the as long as y'all keep donating, we ain't got to sell out. <laughs> Fair That's all I got, man. Yeah, I don't got nothing. Thanks for everybody coming through, man. See, see y'all next Thursday. Oh, right, yeah. All right, man. New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you.